Coming off a few ringers at Dolores Park in San Francisco, I'm Schmitty, and this is Talkin' Schmidt. Today on the show is Justin Strubing. Justin's a longtime friend who grew up in Boulder Creek, California. He turned pro as a skateboarder and donned the cover of Thrasher in 1996. He won a Transworld Award for Video Part of the Year, yet his claim to fame could be the week he spent in Austin, Texas, filming for the zine Splasher. Yeah, basically, what? Someone went to go get floaties for the pool and then saw these, like, uh, what were they called? It was like a kickboard, basically. It was good for jumping off a diving board and posing a method. I remember there was a pretty serious method off of that, like, roof next to that lake. Also, I got big news for all you listeners. This host has dropped a knee and asked his executive director for her hand in marriage. Shout out. Love it! No official date yet, but yes, kids, I am engaged. <laughs> we still have some goodies for sale at Talkin' Schmidt for all your personal and gift needs. Word on the street is the new neck face long sleeve is fire. Anyways, without further ado. It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the all cause try, right? Our big dog's in. What do you think, Schmitty? 96 times, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty? Talking Schmidt. He's so fucking good, dude. He shit my pants, lad. You roll the decks, it's fucking deep. Are you ready? Come on, Schmidt. All right, guys, have you ever been to Los Feliz with two dudes that just finished drinking some big fucking coffees from Home State, the Texas kitchen? A couple blocks off Sunset Boulevard, we're here in the living room of the one and only Justin Strubing. Yes, we are. What's going on? How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks this, for uh, stopping through. This is a fucking privilege, honor, treat, and just a good time to catch up because I haven't seen you in a while. I know, man. I, uh, I I haven't lived in San Francisco for over 10 years now, which is weird. Whoa. Yeah, and I spent a good, I mean, I'm from Northern California, but like I lived there for 12 years, dude. Like, So uh, it's weird to be... Uh, absent for this long i'd like to take a, a moment to give a special shout out to boulder creek california <laughs> shout out personally i have a cabin up there and uh touches my heart yeah not a lot of people know about that spot <laughs> it's it's strangely not like it hasn't changed much like yeah. I, you know like you can can't say that for a lot of like the bay area or a lot of places now like right. you know, this neighborhood wherever but boulder creek somehow it's like still just as redneck slash hippie, like it's like one or the other kind of, it, and it's still just as much as like, I don't know, the 80s and whatever. If you don't know about Adam and Eve, you don't know. <laughs> we'll yeah. just keep it to No, that. I mean, that's, yeah, the San Lorenzo Valley. You were born where? I was born in Burlingame. In Burlingame? Yeah, my parents lived in San Bruno, and uh, the nearest hospital was Peninsula Hospital, and that's technically where I was born. Right on the border of Millbrae and Burlingame. Yeah, my, so my parents, like, they went to high school in Millbrae. Okay. Cappuccino High. That's where both of my nieces were born at that hospital. That's oh, really? my current hospital. Yeah, I I don't know if I've been there since. <laughs> mm. I had my first colonoscopy in that Is hospital. Is there a skate spot there or anything? <laughs> no, but I, I had a colonoscopy there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I think 
Aren't we supposed to get those at our age? Yeah, I guess 10 more years I get another one. Yeah. First time. Check up on that. Yeah, those are not... You know what's the worst part of that, actually, is the day leading into it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta drain it. You gotta, you, 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 you gotta, you gotta take a laxative and just like you gotta do one of those juice cleanses. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> em- you gotta empty out. Yeah, well, you were born in Burlingame, and then where'd you grow up? You know what's funny is my parents just went to like their uh, a high school reunion, and like my mom is like just putting up photos of like my childhood home, and I still have memories of it. It's especially because when they left, my my aunt and uncle lived there for a while. So like, even though I left at age three. I have some memories from then, but then like, I think we would still go visit them for a couple of years, even further. So I can remember the front steps and like these pillar things that I couldn't get up on because they seemed so tall, but they were really like huh. four feet tall. In Burlingame? Uh, this was in San Bruno. San Bruno. Yeah. Chapman Ave. <sighs> Aaron Mesa, where you at? Uh, but anyway. Library Banks. Three At age three, <laughs> they moved to Boulder Creek. And when you were three? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. Age three for me. So, 19, yeah. We only need to talk years. Yeah. Not long ago at all. Only Super 18, young. That was 15 yeah, years yeah, ago. For sure. Damn. But, yeah. So, uh, from like the city a city to like the straight up redwoods with a creek. and So, three to basically. I, I mean, adult, my parents right? are still there. No, yeah. but when did you move? Uh, fresh out of high school, moved to San Francisco. Oh, okay. And that, that was like a great time in SF. Like 90, 96 is when I moved in with like Jaya and Kid Erickson. Uh, Kid Erickson, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, when did you discover skateboarding? Ponzi originally, uh, like eventually like moved into. Oh, yeah. My brother, I think it was his 10th birthday. He got a jammer. I don't even know what sparked that. I don't think he asked for it or anything. He just <laughs> like he got a jammer. Well, your dad was like, hey, I'm going to open a skate shop soon. So that was, you know, year, <laughs> years later, you know. But uh, yeah, so that thing was like kicking around the house for a while. And I remember it was like such a weird childhood memory where there was like one of those 70s skateboard movies like on. And I like was like, that's that thing that's over outside like probably just like sitting in the weather you know like <laughs> and i was like oh shit and i like went outside and i like remember just kind of playing around on it and like not know like zero knowledge of, i i saw uh-huh. those dudes rolling or whatever in the in the movie but it was like 70s style skating like you know it was uh i, I have no idea what it was no. that was like when i first knew what a skateboard like what it was a okay bit. and then uh 85 i remember uh <clears throat> I think I wanted to be a surfer, but uh, sure. it's a little less being accessible being in Boulder Cruz. Creek, you know, mm. like, but, you know, I was just like, yeah, I want to be that. My neighborhood friend's mom was like super cool. And he, we were at the boardwalk, which was across the street from Ghost Skate. And after we like went on the rides and like had a day of boardwalkness, she was like going to get him a new skateboard. And then she was like, do you want one? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. You know, like, yeah. And then she called my mom and like organized it. And I got a board. I got a Roscop. So that was your first board? Yeah, Roscop. Indies. arm coming through around? Yeah, the one arm coming out. Yeah. Roscop one. Like electric green. Dale Smith sold <laughs> it to green. Ghost Gate? Uh, it was probably just employees. I, I, I remember Dale, but like it was. Could have been his son, Mark. Oh, this is going to be another uh, <laughs> uh, subject matter. It's like basically a couple of years later, um, my parents opened a skate shop mainly because they got shitty service at Ghost Skate. Wow. Yeah. They were Not like, the one this. on 41st in San Mateo, because I worked there, bro. No, I remember that one. <laughs> and I remember there was a bank to wall not far from there. And yeah. I remember this dude, just like this local legend that you would know, but I, I can't remember his name. 
might have been we just like Alcata. rolled through we were because my my aunt and uncle lived there like we'd be you know around the neighborhood uh-huh so we just rolled through did a wall ride and then just skated off and yeah. my brother and i were just like it just like blew my mind i'll tell you a fun fact about him he did a wall ride over mickey ray's sitting yeah, yeah, on the, sitting couch, the couch for yeah, a venture yeah. ad yeah well i mean sick boy is one of my favorite videos of all time yeah so. oh and the first video i ever saw okay so yeah back to like 85 like that happened I didn't really know if, you know, skating hadn't fully grabbed me yet. I was like kind of just doing it because uh, like my friend was, you know, I was like, I didn't know what I, you know, I didn't yeah. know it yet. You know, definitely like my brother was like, oh, sick. Glad you got a skateboard for us. Yeah. And then he like pretty much just like kidnapped it. And then I like made a fuss, like him kidnapping my board made me want it more, you know? And then I was like, wait, I want, that's mine. You know, Yeah. I think saw future primitive and like, you know, all of a sudden like, it was it was me and my friend Sky, who I'm still friends with till this day, like and Joey Lafever. There was like all of a sudden like I had friends that all were into it and then it was just like on. There was like breakdancing came through. Like all these things I was like into for like six months. And yeah. This was the one where it was like, holy shit, like fully sunk its hooks in and like I was like, um uh, You're in. in. Yeah. And then shortly but, after that your dad opened the shop? And like three years later. Oh. And the first shop was where? Uh Boulder Creek, dude. Yeah, like yeah, oh. the first one was in Boulder Creek, 1988. And it was called Skateworks? Yeah, called Skateworks. Was the first logo the Star Wars one? No, it was like, just I don't a, even know. Like uh, we, yeah, just like a sign person, uh, like, you know. <laughs> but we found this image, and it was, it was this famous photo of Cab doing the meth, and he has those uh, yellow and black checker shorts on. Uh-huh. It was like one where it's like... With like suspenders, maybe? Yeah, yeah. It's like this famous Cab yeah. photo. And so the image was like that method, but like, you know, just kind of like... You could you would know it's cab, but like it uh-huh. was, it, you know, it's like just is it, a huh? local sign maker, just like kind of like I didn't know that was Boulder Creek out of skate shop. Yeah, man, right by Foster Freeze. Down, you know, <laughs> can only be so far away from Foster Freeze. <laughs> About a half mile away from that Foster's. Yeah, yeah, open '88, and that was when. Okay, so the story with the ghost skate thing is, we'd go, they'd have these like back to back to school sales and whatever, and we'd like go in and just get sale rack all the goods and like back then you're putting on whatever like it could be like a rat pack like you're wearing surf shirts whatever like whatever's on the rack that's in your size and your parents are willing to buy you and uh i I just remember we were like psyched we were like had all these shirts in our hands like things we wanted shorts whatever and uh my mom must have just got fully rubbed the wrong way by an employee or something because i just remember her coming up to me and being like Hey, put everything down. We're out of here. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, I want, I want all this so bad. Come on. And she's like, no, fuck this. We're out. No way. And so we left, not knowing that that would kind of like spark them. Like, I think like my mom probably told my dad the story. And then my dad's like, you know what? Why don't we open our own? Uh-huh. And it just like was, eventually was, happened. Like, What was he doing before then? He's a sales rep for uh western wear actually he would like he would i would go traveling with him um like hit the road with him he had we had like a motorhome and he would like take that uh and just his i think his range was probably like all of california you know at least and like maybe crossing the border a little bit but like yeah i would like jump on like road trips with him and he would just go to like western stores and uh sling the product you know okay so my mom was like the main ingredient of the shop at first because he was still doing that job. Oh, so, so she yeah, was my mom was in there gripping boards and stuff. No and that, like, way. Yeah. 
Yes. And so they opened. I, I remember very well because it was uh, Santa Clara Skate Camp was that year. And I was at that. I went to that skate camp. Dude, a bunch of people. Tim Tim Broch was like Wade. I met Wade there. Wade Spire like was the one a at camper. The, the campus. Yeah. yeah. Like where Ternansky. Tony Mag was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah H Street that, video that, that maybe. One. Yeah. I remember like using a payphone and checking in, and they were like, Jason got. I think my brother got on the phone. And was like, dude, I, I think this is really happening. <laughs> we're gonna have a skate shop, and I was like, no way. You know, I just like couldn't believe it. And then, uh, dude, it totally happened. And that was only a couple months later they opened. And I remember like we got our first NHS order. Like came to the house, and uh, we didn't even have like we weren't even in the the shop yet. You know, like or we didn't have the building yet. And so we were just like me and my friend just sorting through all the wheels and like. You know, it's all the smells of just like, yeah. oh man, still so nostalgic, you know? Wow. But yeah. Now it's been, uh, and there's, it's still open, man. It's, they have it, two it, locations, right? The 30 year was uh, last year. Yeah. Two locations currently. Your and brother runs so, one yeah, on one side of the Yeah, my brother's got the hill. one in Los Altos. Los Altos, yeah. And that one has like the mini ramp in there. Andrew Lange holding it down. Not anymore. He was for, for oh. a while. He He's like, what's the what's the party college? Oh, Chico. Chico. I think he's maybe in Chico. Oh, that makes sense because I think he was had footage at that skate park. His girlfriend, it was having to do with like, that was the relocation reason. For those that don't know, Andrew Lange is a good friend of mine, so I can say this. That motherfucker had it all, and then he gave it away, and then he took it back. Because he had the day of his life at Buster Bale. He did some shit down a handrail that no one even knew could happen. And, and he, trying, yeah, I and front blunt. And like, oh, God, that's right. The dude, fakie, right? Yeah, he just he had is. a day, but unfortunately, Sheckler had a bigger day that day. But then uh, he was on Flip, LRG. Damn. Yeah. Andrew Langley's a and, good and skateboarder. So damn good. He, I mean, he broke the shit out of. He, I don't know if you know, like his femur. Like, yeah, he had that accident. Um, right. He got pretty much run off the road into a parked car. Like, just SF hill bomb. You know who's at fault? Where you know yeah. we skate like dipshits all the time, but like definitely like had nowhere to go except for run into a car. I think was and basically his claim to fame. Though is he he grew up in the city I was born. So climate best by government test, Redwood City, baby. <laughs> how did someone discover you? Was it at skate camp? Where, how, when did you get your first like sponsor? It was back when like a year seems like 10 years, you know? So a lot just happened quickly. I think I first got a sponsor early 90s. Did you have a photo in the mag first or did you get sponsored there first? There started being the air, like, you know, your sponsor me videos started happening. I started yeah. like going, I, I mean, skateboarding was like 100% all I wanted to do. So like, Eventually, like someone's got someone's parents. My parents actually bought a video camera eventually, but like uh, there were a couple like floating around. No one was really a filmer yet. Like, like eight, it was kind of like handed over to the other person that didn't know how to film. And then dad cam, dad cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably like ninety ninety one. I started going to Kennedy Warehouse. Okay. Like I guess eighty nine. The then, first maybe. one with just the vertebrae yeah, and so the, the spine. The spine wrap, and yep. I and I like was lucky to have uh, my friend Joey, whose parents his mom jan was the one that like got me that first board and then they had the the house in the neighborhood that had like lawn tramps they had like decent oh. pavement you know yeah and and also like a ton of hills in my exact neighborhood that are like now rough as shit but like grew up bombing those hills and like there was always the bridge at the bottom that had the fucked up crack oh so you're cool at the hill and you always if you're gonna eat the shit it would have been at the on bottom the like oh. on that crack like you knew where to go over it where yeah. it was the best but and they built uh an eight foot tall, sixteen foot wide like 
mini vert ramp for the channel. In Boulder? In Boulder Creek. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that was what we learned how to skate on. Like, oh. uh, the, for the most part, like on transition wise. Okay. And it had like PVC coping, like, I think it was just a half a piece of PVC coping nailed on. It was like pretty tripe. Could yeah. you do tricks or was it just like going up and down? No, eventually like, yeah, I learned rock and rolls. Dude, I still don't your... think I do backside board sides, like, you know, like sliding rolls, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, learned, I remember learning those on it and like airs and shit. And then they built a mini ramp. And so the, for a while it was like the vert ramp got weathered by the time the mini ramp came. So we were skating the mini ramp more. Yeah. It needed, the other one needed a new surface. And then there was a trampoline. Like, it was just like a fun house. Fuck. And that was like late 80s. And so I like kind of, that's what taught me the, the fundamentals of like, learn, you know, transition. Uh-huh. And then uh, we started going to San Jose Warehouse. Went from like skating the spine only. And then like eventually like I was really into the vert ramp. Like I had like a little vert era. No way. Where, yeah, you're just like, at hey. one point I think I learned, I like could do everything I could do on a mini ramp on vert. I can't say the same these days, but yeah. like. Or, you know, pretty out of touch with it, but... Fur ramps were smaller back then, too. They yeah, were, that one was probably, what, like 10, 11? 11, yeah. Yeah, 11. Now it's, now it's like 14 and shit. You know, and then they, they, they'd have those, like, contests, like NCASA. Oh, right. And Castle, Castle and stuff. Like, so I guess that's, like, kind of, like, what gets you out there a little bit, you know? And then... So what was the first company to... Did you get wheels, trucks, a board? Like... So I got on speed wheels oh, first. Okay. Uh, but my first board sponsor was uh, Cockleeb. Do you know this company? I do remember it. It was out of the San Jose warehouse. It was J.J. Rogers. Oh. Uh, Jimmy Young. Yes. Uh, Simon Woodstock and, and myself. Right. Like, and then uh, it was run by, it was Corey O'Brien's company. I ended up quitting. Okay, so there was a 92, um, they used to do the regional contest. Did that turn into whale cock or is that something different? No, I think it must be separate. Okay. I think. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Cockleaf was uh, supposedly the sound a Zippo makes when it opens. Cockleaf? I don't. I don't know. I remember hearing that. I'm, yeah, 100 <laughs> percent on that fact. So '92, I like they do the regional contest. So it was like you know, first it's just like a local one, and you advance to like the whole state of California, and then it's like eventually it's, it gets to like the finals. If you qualified, you'd go to like the Houston finals mm-hmm. in 92 that was uh where it was and i made it all the way and then like i remember i was dumb like i think i was like upset that they wouldn't fly me out there so i, I quit <laughs> and then uh my grandma actually ended up getting me a ticket so i i, I went out and i skated in that it? contest it was in houston it was the same one like they had the pro contest the that year too yeah outdoors yeah 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 okay. the infamous one i remember like at that contest seeing like jamie thomas and like when he was on his way out to like basically go sleep at Embarcadero, Embarcadero. and like a bunch of people back then, you know? Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it was. That was 90. That was like where I first saw like Reynolds and Matt Beach. Or and, no, 93, 94, maybe, right? No, 92. Oh, 92. Yeah. Huh, weird. And then I think that was the same year, like in the pros, like uh, Kareem, like back 180 over off, off the bank over the back of it, like all the way out of flat. Oh. It, they had the pro contest, like. The same year. Sick fucking same... photo of Ethan I could think of. And like uh, Jason Lee did a really good tray flip. Or no, maybe did a backside flip. Duffy did a really good tray flip over the pyramid. It was a big contest. Yeah. Small Skateboarding was small, but that contest was like How a big How did you do? One. I don't think I did very good in that contest. <laughs> but I must have like done all right in all the 
practice because then I had like offers. I almost wrote for Black Label after that contest. Oh. I actually talked to John about this pretty recently. Jason Dill was writing for Black Label then. He was like, dude, John psyched on you, man. Would you wanna wanna skate for Black Label? I was like, fuck yeah, you know, like I think Acme was on the table maybe because uh-huh. I knew Mark Oblo a little bit. And then Russ Pope was doing SMA at the time. And he like, after I was pretty much like, John already gave me a board. I was like, I guess I'm gonna definitely ride for Black Label. In hindsight, I was like, damn, how sick would that have been? I was like, you know, Gino and Dill and shit back then, you was know? Was Cardiel in there then or no? He, he mu- yeah, he must have been. I don't think I'd met him yet. Or maybe Cardiel was on Dogtown then. He was on and Dogtown. He was on Dogtown, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I think and then right. he went to Black Label, I think. But I yeah. met him like, you know, around that time. Damn. At, I met him at San Jose Warehouse. I remember he was skating around with Ron a bit with Whaley and you know like Whaley, yeah so Ron and Israel got sponsored like before me I think they um also were uh I don't know maybe like a help help be a connection to like sponsorship did you, you know? kind of grow up skating with those guys yeah oh for sure Israel and Ron yeah they lived in Santa Cruz though right they lived in Santa well Ron was Scotts Valley oh Israel was Santa Cruz but like you know like we'd oh we started going those quartermaster cups the Powell skate zone would do the skate yeah. shop competitions yeah so we'd have we had a skateworks team Corey Chrysler and shit, like, oh, you, you know. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so I guess a lot of things led to exposure of, like, what what it is to be, a, you know, to try and get sponsored or something. But So you decided to go with SMA? That, yeah, that's where I was. Uh, so Russ, he's like, hey, I know you already got some, some things going on, but, like, I just want to let you know, like, if you want to for SMA, the offer's on the table. And I was like, damn it. That's obviously like you know, Ron and Israel skate for that. Like Nottis. This was no oh, this is after yeah, so this is like after Nottis and Julian. Oh. This is like more like uh Andy I, it, Roy? Did, so I remember the sticker. It's like the pros were Tim Raj, Whaley, Israel, Paul Sharp, and Frank Harada. Alan Peterson? I I'm guessing like consolidated must have already started. Oh, okay. Russ went on to do Creature. Birdo was working at NHS, and then he either fi- got fired or quit and then started Consolidated. So, yeah, that already happened. Okay. So, 92, eventually they kicked off Paul Sharp as a pro and then all of the AM team except for one dude. So, I got cut from that, and it was I remember I was like, right when I had broken my leg, I was like super bummed. I was like, fuck. I thought this was shitty. Yeah. And then uh, that's when I started writing for Consolidated. And then eventually I got a phone call from Jaya, who was starting up Adrenaline. Um, and I had to leave Consolidated. How did you know Jaya? I knew Jaya through Santa Cruz. He was like a town legend, you know, like he'd come skating like through Santa Cruz High. He was like kind of like that wall ride where he would just come in and rip and leave. Yeah, quietly. but he was from Mill Valley, right? Like North Bay. He lived in, well, he's from Hawaii. Oh. But he lived in, he had a Bolinas connection. That's how he met like Shelter and Ivory back in the day. And, yeah. Like, those guys. Um, but he had, they had that video that was kind of sick boys of Santa going Cruz. Off. Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. like the Jaya video. Yeah. 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 But that was I all, never understood how he fit into Santa Cruz really. He just moved there. Oh, uh, he lived there. Yeah. He lived there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. The going off video uh, definitely like launched him a little bit. 16 super eight millimeter style, just like sick boys. And he's just skating. Like he's cruising around all these spots in Santa Cruz and yep. kind of showing off his local terrain in a way that city boys showed off San Francisco. I thought. Bryce no, no, totally. Yeah, very much of like, the, yeah. 
I mean, a lot less to skate. But, yeah, but <laughs> actually know. a lot more to skate than if you went to Santa Cruz for your first time because it's hard to find spots there sometimes. No, but, that's uh, what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. but he had them. I can't remember the first time I met Jaya, but like I knew obviously who he was and then like, say, you know, we'd like see each other and he would say what up and stuff. Right. And then I, I remember one time when I was like, this was like one of those times where you're like, damn, he, he just gave me a compliment. Like we were, like in my little vert days he was at the vert ramp and i was like had just like kind of like was almost like decent at vert, skating vert at that point and i remember him just being like damn man vert huh <laughs> and like gave me like a, like a little like and i was like hell yeah dude I, I like i mean i'm talking about it now like it was a big deal at the time nice and uh so i like i know i knew him a little bit through the years but i I was just as surprised when I got that phone call. You got on adrenaline before you moved to SF. Yeah. So and, this was 94. And then that kind of sparked your relationship with those guys to move to SF? So yeah, I guess, uh, so 94, I got this phone call, infamous phone call. Mom was like, hey, you got Chaya's on the phone for you. And I was like, what? And he, uh, and he had never yeah. called you before. No, no. And oh. so I don't even know how I got my number or anything. And uh, and then so it, so as it turns out, like Kristen and Jaya were like presented with this company, like starting a company through think. Fausto. Yeah, Fausto. And uh, they got to both pick an am, and he he gave me a call, and then Kristen hit up Hansi, who was like from you know Grass Valley, and like right. and so that's just how it came to be. So the started the as us four. four, yeah. Two pros, two ams. Yep. Whoa. And then went from there, and I remember it was like. I was super, this was like when Keenan was at Consolidated and he's a pretty intense guy. And I was like, oh my God, I got to quit. I had already, dude, I shouldn't be quitting companies this early on. Like I already quit <laughs> Cockley, like, you know, like, and I think I did that all like childish, you know, where I like didn't even give a real phone call, like, uh, uh, like no backbone in there, like to do it. Like you but, sent uh, something in the mail because there was no text <laughs> messaging. <laughs> but I ended up like fully... I remember Keenan giving me a ton of tons of shit too, like well deserved shit. But I was like, dude, I just gotta do this, you know? Like I, I also like kinda wanted to I loved SF skating and like, you know, like I said, like Sick Boys is one of my favorite videos. Like uh -huh. that and like going skating up there was just like Yeah. There was just so much more. You well, know, you like grew up Santa skating Cruz, the hills in Santa Cruz Mountains and then you were like, Look at these hills and look how they're I always have liked um skating things that aren't made to be skateboarded like you know like even like that's why i don't even like being labeled like a, a tranny dude it's like i'd much rather just like be where the cars are and where the danger is and like uh -huh. i always like skating like real street spots yeah like more than uh like a ramp right. i love a ramp don't get me wrong but like yeah. it's like i always like my, my like run-ins with san francisco i was like dude that is so sick you know right. like and and then i know i already knew i wanted to like not be stuck in santa cruz you know so yeah. I, I saw that as like yeah i want to ride for a, a company that's like not exactly where i live that's why i also think like wow, it would have been rad to ride for fucking black label instead because right. i would have like probably been going to like southern california you know just like being exposed to like yeah just you probably more more to LA. skate you know like no i don't know if i would have that's kind of where the skateboarding really kicked in you felt like more than a flow guy on a drive. i got an ad dude i remember yeah. uh, they that was like almost, it, I think they probably tried to do it that way. Right? I was like surprised. With was that ad. your first photo in a man? No, I had a Speed Wheels ad. Oh. And I think it only ran in Transworld in 92. It was not a good photo. What was it? 
it was like a Bill's Wheels demo, a backside flip over a pyramid, full ass shot. And it was in uh, Jai, Tanji's in the photo. And it's like, Justin Sturbin rides for speed wheels. Jai doesn't. And the, it's like it's like Jai like at the same <laughs> demo, just like, I don't know. It's in like a little photo of this backside flip, like not a good photo. Sorry, whoever took the photo, but I mean, I just like, it okay. shouldn't have been an ad is all I mean. Like, Come on, Dalgar. Wasn't, it wasn't ad worthy. <laughs> but, but that was my first photo where it was like. What was your adrenaline photo? It just said, Justin Struving blowing shit up. And it was like a heel flip I shot with Bryce. And I remember it was like uh, that California Lion Street bump. Do you remember that one? It, uh, Drake Jones had some stuff. Sattva. Like it was just this kicker. Like Was it next to a wall? Yeah. Like Drahobel had a. Drahobel skated. Yeah. 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 Dude, that thing was fun. Man. Yeah. And I remember, like, I wasn't filming a line, but I was doing it in a line for, for just myself. <laughs> I just remember I would, like, kick flip this fucking thing, hit this ledge, and then just come in hot and just do a heel flip. And I was like, I was just loving that trick at that time. Uh-huh. And I, he just shot it. I wish I wish there was footage of it. It was definitely one of those, it was back in the days of, like, you never had both. Right. You were usually just mostly a photo yeah. back then, I think. Photos were a lot easier. It's hard than to get someone on the uh, video camera. Yeah. How yeah. sick. And how long were you on adrenaline? Okay. So, 94. So, I turned pro for adrenaline in 96. Oh, okay. And I, that was like a start Did they of a good year. You I, got that? The co- I got the cover of Thrasher. It was in February 96. At uh, Lincoln? No, no it, was a, it was a ledge on like Clayton. It's like upper hate, but then you go up towards Portola, you know, like that wall, right? The slanted wall up there that everyone skates yeah. or used to get skated. Yeah. Like it was right down the hill from there. Like if you're going towards upper hate okay. and it, they got, it got shackled like quickly after, but yeah, got a salad grind on the ledge. I remember like, oh, it's a ramp trick, but you can do it on a ledge. I remember yeah. like thinking that and I, I, I learned them and then that turned out being the cover. And At j- the same time you went pro? It was, it just fell into like the same time period yeah like wow uh new pros for 96 you know and it was like the february issue how did that feel fuck man like insane like i i remember i think they started bringing it up i remember definitely being like really like pro no i feel like i need to do a little more like groundwork or whatever yeah but i accepted it you know it was like pro for it's kind of momentum though you get a cover not making a lot of money pro. or anything like it was yeah. like but it was just like a title that was like what the fuck okay and what then, was yeah. your first graphic did chris draw it uh giant mike giant and uh oh prozac was working there i i, I try I'm trying to think of exactly who did that first graphic i have it though it's like a little pixie in a tree oh <laughs> fuck yeah random but rad i you know i embraced it do you have most of your boards i kept one of everyone i think i have almost all of them sick yeah i got the boulder creek one you do (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um up in that closet over there i have like pretty i think it's probably a hundred ish rad graphics yeah damn through the years i think uh pop war is when i like there's a couple i didn't get Mm. you know missing a few yeah. I don't have my last Santa Cruz board. Oh. Really good graphic. <laughs> no. It's just a big beard. <laughs> okay, back to oh okay, adrenaline was so that yeah, ninety six. Ninety seven is when uh Jaya and Chris, like we, I remember we all had a meeting and they were like they basically left Think to take adrenaline outside. Um I think a big topic topic was like uh trying to get us more money and things that like 
I didn't understand at the time. I was not complaining. Mm -hmm. I was like fine with yeah everything. But I, for Chris and Jaya, they had more experience in the industry, and they were just like, no, we need you know they they had demands. They wanted certain things that they weren't going to get, so they yeah. took it elsewhere. So it, it had a couple more years, but um, I think I I started riding for Foundation in two thousand. Did they replace you with Toad, or was Toad already on the team when you left? <laughs> <laughs> We were teammates. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, that Antonio industry section and everything. Yeah, dude. Dude, you guys had the sickest bro team because you had Minor, Manzuri, Toad, you, Hanzi, Chris, Jaya. I'm probably... It Was Kit on there? No. No. Uh, Matt Reason was on there for a bit. Matt Reason, who's uh, fucking gnarly. So, yeah. So, Manzuri got on, like, right before all this, like, leaving think part. And then, because uh, I remember him being at the meeting, after Think, we kept we kept trying to keep it going. Yeah, and it had a couple homes. It was went through good times in San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, we went on some really fucking budget ass fun tours, you know, like uh, through Europe. My first time's going to Europe and stuff. Rad. But um, it wasn't finding the home it needed to like fully to, keep it keep it going properly, right. you know. So eventually, I like. If I was gonna do that, I needed to like a, I needed some income, and I ended up taking a, an offer from Foundation, which was that Beagle or Swank or it was Beagle. I was so I got on Pig Wheels. I remember this happened in like '98. I think we were just drinking between, you know, contests and stuff back then. There was a Montpellier Montpellier contest, Prague, all those contests. But we were all, you know, everyone was hanging out in Europe yeah. all at the same time. And I just remember one drunken night, at kind of being an offer to ride for Pig and. That's what started it, I guess. Wow. And was that a gnarly decision for you? Because these were like your bros, No, right? I didn't have a wheel sponsor. No, but when oh, you went oh, to foundation. foundation. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course. Was it and hard like, to dude, tell? Jaya, him? man. Like, Jaya did so much for me. Like, he was like an older brother, very much so. Like, you know, like, he definitely introduced me to a lot and very grateful oh. for like so much. And it's fucking crazy. He's no longer with us. Man. Yeah. Or Kit or, you know, like it's fucking yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people are missing in this world we were right now. We talking about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, Phil died, yeah. Kit died, Jaya died. It was just like, whoa, and we're a younger age. Then nowadays, it's like Preston died, Phil died, Hubbard died. It's like all, it's yeah. like, and the older you get, the more people are going to die, I guess. But yeah, man. It's never easy. The house I'm living in, oh, my old friend Zeke passed, yeah. you know, and I, I met him through Jaya back in the day. Like, Oh, wow, yeah. He's from Marin, you know, so it's, yeah, man, it's just fucking heavy brother dude like it's just like a lot of loss man and uh i know hey so we had breakfast earlier so we've already been we've been on this subject a yeah. bit today yeah it's so. hard to catch up without <laughs> talking about those that aren't here anymore but uh but then you went to foundation and you had like the video part of the year trans world video part of the year kids uh, right here yeah. justin strubing a few years later yeah I loved that little chapter, you know, like those those early foundation days, just going down, hanging out with Beagle and Ethan, and yeah, at Swank had like a sick house. I'm sure he still lives in, but uh, you know, just going there from like 2000 to 2004. Those early days, though, I mean, there was eventually I, I left for a reason. I was just like felt like kind of like the odd member of a rock band, like where I was like, I'm not wearing a leather jacket. Everyone else has got a leather jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, I've always kind of stayed pretty consistent with my attire. Those early years, man, were so fun. Just like, I'm really glad I did that uh, that switch up. I hated doing it at the time, like for adrenaline, you know? Like I just yeah. I hated 
leaving i think jaya, like jaya gave me his blessing like he was like dude yeah go like yeah him and manzari were like i think they probably kept it going a little longer and and like john and and toad and everyone but uh i think chris sen got back involved because he went to toy machine yeah a bit. so there was like a final breath of air that didn't fully work but right but yeah it was it was hard to leave that family you i'm know? sure and not feel like you're like just going for it because it wasn't just going for a paycheck it was like well fuck dude i'm either like gonna get a job <laughs> or yeah. like Survival. you know yeah so and i had some really fun years skating foundation is that when you moved to the uh van ness house where you live in like with pete yeah, thompson I was, and yeah Elias exactly and... so around that same time like 99 our house caught on fire the adrenaline house oh yeah the bosun guerrero kit left a candle burning or something or no no, not no kit. Kit Hansi. Hansi, yeah because kit passed in 97 man which is crazy and kit fell down the stairs at that house not that house i wasn't there for i was in santa cruz oh man that was such a fucking phone call to get Fuck. like pay phone like some i was like in santa cruz like downtown i was already living in sf but like someone's like hey dude your mom's looking for you, man. Or like, your mom's trying to find you. Uh, call her. She just wants you to call her. And I like was like, what? Okay. Pay phone. Called. Uh, and it was just like, that news. So your mom told you? It's free cell phone. So, I, so basically someone called. Your house. Like, tried to get a hold of me. Called Skateworks. Knew I needed to know the news, you know. And I was Damn. just like. So what was, year was that again? 97. 97. And had your brother passed already or no? No, that was 99. Wow. And same year as Tim Broch. And like, yeah. And Phil was Phil was 98, I think. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. See, that's a lot. And like Ruben and Kurt. Yeah, yeah. it was like just a, yeah. Uh, so, fuck, man. Try, I'm trying to get part, on this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you know, like, we got a lot to go with. <laughs> but you were in the house. Where was that house? That was on Guerrero? DeBose and Guerrero. DeBose yeah. and Guerrero. And, uh. And it, it was burnt. sick. It was like right on the top of the hills, right by that KFC Taco Bell, like yeah, cat corner, the corner one. Uh, but yeah, you're like one of those houses where you like get to drop on it, drop in on a hill, like when you leave, you know, like yeah, shoot into the mission, shoot down towards. You'd you know, be what, two blocks the from Soma the Park. Soma Skate Park. Yeah. yeah, one block over to Market, bomb down Market. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, that so that caught on fire. That became not our home. I remember it was March third, ninety nine. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, and I I was helping my girlfriend at the time, like she had just gotten the spot that became my house too, Sixteenth uh, and South Venice. Uh, like that house that had like upstairs was like Elias and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then my floor was you and Bowman, Pete Thompson, Hansi eventually lived there for a bit. Seth, because we were kind of homeless, you know, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I moved in with my my girlfriend, Seth Cheeks, yeah. living in the back in little, that like, little closet. closet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like skate house upstairs too with Cairo and shit. And then, yeah, so it was just like. And those girls, uh, remember we went bowling with them recently? Tracy. Yeah, yeah Tracy. Tracy, Laura. Yeah. Trisha, yeah. Fuck yeah. Rewind real quick. Did you Sorry. lose anything in that fire? No. So the fire department was like on it. Oh my God, I remember this so well. It was like one of those really windy days in SF uh -huh. where like you can't even like sound is like you don't even hear almost because it's just so windy. Yeah. And uh. I was like trying to, like Pig was gonna give me a wheel and I was like, I like just got out of the house and went down to like the public library and was just like trying to look for like, trying to think of like good references and like come up with a graphic or whatever. And I came home and Jaya and I were supposed to go skate that day. And I, 
I like came in the house and I like came up the stairs, walked right by the fucking bedroom that was apparently on fire. Went into the living room and was like, dude, Jai, it's so fucking windy out, dude. I don't know if we should try and skate. He's like, yeah, dude, I know. Whoa, is that the fog rolling in? And we like looked through the living room window or out the living room window and it was like smoke, but it, you know, couldn't tell if it was fog or whatever. And he's like, and just Hansi, I just remember I'm like in the kitchen, like, oh shit, that's my room. And like fucking ran, we all ran down the hall. He was like in the kitchen making a smoothie or something. Uh-huh. Ran down the hall, opened the door and it's just like flames going up the wall. Like, no, yeah, just caught on like a candle to oh, a tapestry. You were in the house. Oh yeah, we were all there, dude. And then it was like fucking just running the kitchen, grabbing, just trying to fill anything with water, trying to like fight the fire. Oh, I like ran in my room like did like a panic 360 of like i couldn't even think of one thing to grab dude i was like oh just gotta put it out and like just ran back out there and like started trying to fight the fire again so quickly how quickly you're like not able to breathe and shit like how the smoke filled the house like it was insane like where we basically just like had to give up yeah make sure we got out of there you know i feel like people saw the fire before we did so someone called quickly so the fire department was came quick they busted through my ceiling first, which is maybe what they meant to do, but I, I think it was an accident. I had like rubble in my room, but um, as far as like fire damage, I, I didn't lose anything. Oh, that's- they, they got it out quick. Hansi lost like everything, everything. dude. It sucked. Uh, Photos. Really, dude, just, and he was like, he was at a, at a place where he's just like, he, he had been writing and just like, he just lost so much shit that really was like his everything you know he just yeah like yeah it it wasn't material shit you know like it's just like i think that was a real hard i mean he got hit real hard with that because he had to start over kind of yeah wow i've often thought it's a gnarly question to pose but like you're in your house and you have to get out and you get to grab one thing it's a hard question to answer it is and then after that i like set myself up a little better to like know where the shit I need is. Yeah. But dude, when it really comes down to it, like you just, it's just like, like an earthquake just happens. Yeah. And then for like six months, you're like, you're going to organize your house in a way that things won't fall. Or, you know, like you're yeah, like, do yeah. shit for a little bit. And then that wears off. And yeah. eventually you're like, I don't know where shit's at anymore. Yeah. Like, We're right talking now. What, what am I going to grab? I don't fucking know. My Maybe. Willie Mays card. My, my, my sticker, my sticker collection, man. <laughs> I, I, we're talking about getting a fireproof uh, safe to put my photos in. Just save in. my plants. Fucking, I don't know. But uh, getting back to the foundation thing, when you got the, that was like an award, right? Trans World Awards. Who filmed that video part? A bunch of people. Oh. Um, you and so, probably, right? Partially? Yeah, so I had... One video part was in 2001. That was like a year after I got on. Um, and that was called Art Bars. And I really liked that the foundation right then was just like the team and everything. And like yeah. our trips, like our tours and stuff. Were, it was all super fun. I live with Daniel Shimizu. He's my roommate. Oh. He moved in. Uh, Damn, full circle. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wish I could get him on a skateboard more these days. But, <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, that was 2001, and then three years later in 2004 is when uh, Art Bar, I'm uh, sorry, That's Life came out, and that's the one that- Oh, got, That's Life that, was. Okay. That's the one I got a, a major award. And did that go down like, hey, we're going to go to the Trans World Awards, and we'll see, or did you already know, or what? No, dude, I was in Barcelona. I, I didn't oh, even, like, you my weren't brother even there. had to accept my award. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, so, you know, there's so many fucking- everything just leads to another story i'm not telling you know but uh 
2001, I went to Barcelona. I met a girl who eventually I married. Right. Uh, she was walking her dog. I was skating. It was like pretty, pretty damn romantic, actually. Damn. Even if we're not back, even, even if it didn't last, it was still like a pretty rad chapter. Uh -huh. But um, so I, I started going to Barcelona all the time. First time um, was '99 with Joe Brooke, actually, and a bunch oh. of people. We and Elias and like we all just went from uh, some of the Europe contests. We ended up in Barcelona. Went to Marseille and then Barcelona. I think maybe Jamie Thomas had already all the four, but like no, it's like not invaded at all by it was very outside, green outsiders yeah and it was super fun obviously and then two years later i was there with uh diego Bucieri and and jaya for like a month we and randomly like staying across in a hostel across from another hostel that had nilton and uh paula diaz no way <laughs> yeah, it was like a rad yeah summer in barcelona but that same year i met the girl that eventually i started going there a lot more because uh, -huh. uh at one point, I was like living between SF and Barcelona. So that that video part, the 2004 one, was mostly, I'd say like at least 75% Barcelona footage. You know? Oh, okay. And it was all just filmed by anyone who... Broke him. It was so hard to find a filmer back then, man. Like you were just like out in Barcelona. But it trying. came together really well. I mean, it worked out. I yeah. definitely... I thought I was handing in the worst video part ever. Like Leo was definitely coming out with a full part and duffel mm. and everything. You know, it's like... I knew everyone was like had gnarly footage. Ethan so. was still on, right? Ethan, yeah. Yeah. If he didn't have a video part a month before the video was done, he could get it done in one month. Yeah. Like, oh, just turn the camera on. <laughs> that guy's so naturally good at skateboarding. So I, I didn't think that video part was going to be like something that got so how did you find out about your brother? Took the award. They must have okay, called so him no, before. No, you know right? they do the um. I don't, you know, even though Transworld's not around anymore, but I feel like this wasn't like a big deal for the last like years. Like it wasn't, it used to seem like a bigger deal, like the Transworld yeah. Awards and like getting video part of the year at the time felt like it well, was like a pretty fucking. Yeah, I mean, it was John like a pretty, Holland and like some of the people. Yeah, that are like but I feel the like it, lo it lost steam like in the in the years, like the more recent years, like where you didn't even know that they were going on as much. You I know? mean, like, that happened to the print too. Yeah, that just ha it's just like yeah. where it's gone, you know. Sadly. But um, I think this is definitely internet cafe style. My brother <laughs> emailed me and was like, "Dude, you won," <laughs> and I was like, "Because I knew I think there was like it was Hoslam." myself i can't remember who else was like so round haslam round whatever uh -huh. uh, him, you know one of the almost oh, videos yeah and then oh check this out here hold that it might have been the same year that drobo won tranny skater of the year or no best video part justin strubing round three that's the haslam video with my name <laughs> <laughs> whoa so Hazem, you kind of tied maybe yeah it might have been a, he might have won and they just put the wrong name 2005 best video part transworld skateboard awards justin strubing round three <laughs> need to get a photo of that one <laughs> well, that's, it's a little that's dusty a fucking, that's a fucking like you know a life hammer right there that's what we no it. it was it was cool man i was it was cool and unexpected I, you know, like, I, I just didn't expect to have, like, the uh, part that stood out in the video. So you didn't even, it wasn't like nowadays where you're instrumental well, every, okay, in putting every, it together, like Beagle put well, together. No, I and, was down there with him, like, uh, during some of the editing process. So it wasn't like I just never seen it before it came out. But I didn't know really what other people had, but I just knew it was a shit ton of, like, stairs and rails and shit that I wasn't skating that, like, I didn't expect. I thought I needed 
if anything, way more of that to even uh-huh. like, it was just with those times. It didn't seem like special. I remember, I remember Tony Silva saying, yeah, this guy's got the best video part in the video. And I was like, I thought he was being sarcastic. Like a diss. Yeah. I don't know. I guess people did care. Yeah, that's awesome. It was an honor, man, for sure. Like, I was fucking... And my brother had to get the award. I would have loved to have been in the room for his acceptance. Because I could just see him going up there with a smile. No, no, check it out. Nope, I'm Jason. (laughs) I wasn't there, but I know this one little tidbit. Matt Field in full field mode, like... like ran up there and like put on like such a show like got on the mic like before he did and like i i don't know if there's video footage i just go through what i was told yeah he's like by the time that silenced and then by the time he actually got to speak into the microphone there was like already so much time (laughs) the oscar music's coming (laughs) on dude yeah yeah Yeah, i don't know you just like gave a couple words or whatever like probably just (sighs) saying that like I wished I was there to, be, uh-huh. to accept it or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and then, so you were on foundation for probably what, two videos or three? Two. Well, there was like some tour videos and stuff, but oh, like yeah. two, like actual, like That's Life and um, Art Bars were like the full length real videos that I was a part of. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, two real parts. Here's a crazy question for you. Yeah. Might be hard to answer. What's the raddest thing you've seen on a skateboard live? Been around for some golden moments, man. Yeah, I know. Were you there when Jaya no-slid the ledge on... No, that was a sick one. God damn. That photo's so fucked. I look at that all the time and go, nobody can do it today. The footage. I saw that footage not long ago. Damn, I'm going to get my hands on it and fucking throw that out in the world. Was that in an adrenaline video? No, that was like... That was probably Santa Cruz days for him. So it, it was like... So, yeah, probably like 93 or something. Raddest thing. Damn. Okay, things I've been around for. I saw fucking everyone got carried out on stretchers, and then that Bob doing the switch loop was pretty fucking fucked. Oh. Just because it was like. Like Brian Schaefer? Yeah, Schaefer, Tampa. Hewitt, both fucking oh, stretched fuck. out. And him and then Jake Brown doing the loop out of his mind with like a <laughs> quadruple X. I don't know. Uh, one of the fucking strip clubs, like a, a strip club T-shirt. Like that was like. Drag it's like to his knees. Jake Brown, you have to know this. I fucking love you. I love you so much. Every time I see that guy, I just tell him I love you. He's the oh, best. He fucking rules. I saw him recently. Hey, we uh, saw him yesterday, and Jason Jesse's like, dude, I seen you on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. After his fucking that crash, yeah, yeah. crash. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Oh. So uh, yeah, this and then that night, like I remember. I remember being super worried for Hewitt, too, because he got fucking stretchered out. Oh, yeah. No one knew how Schaefer was doing yet. And then I, like, you know, got a confirmation text from him. Like, they was, he was okay. Uh-huh. But then I remember, like, seeing, like, Jake, Hewitt, and uh, Al out at the bar that night. And, like, I have, like, film, Did Al try film photos. He had already done it. No he way. Didn't, he didn't. I don't think he skated. You know what? He might have done it that day. I'm, I might be. Wow. But he had already done it at the, like, bowl rink or and whatever. And Bob did it switch? So after all that, it was like such a stillness in the air. It was like, it was like, I was so nervous for him. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just like, after seeing that many people fucking get mutilated, I was just like, I can't believe this guy's even thinking. I just remember him feeling out switch. And I was just like, what the fuck? And he just did it pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know why that came to mind. It was more just the story of it. No, just, that like, was it, a it was gnarly. like where you're like literally scared for someone. Like Abs- you know, I knew Bob and I was like, careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you've just seen stretchers. You're yeah. like these guys stretchered out. It's like Jimmy Wilkins just got served. Same thing. Oh so gnarly. He oh, did the Schaefer on the loop. He broke his wrist on one hand, his arm on the other hand, and his pelvic bone. Wait, on it was on a loop? Yeah, Tony Hawk's loop. You know that guy, Felipe Nunez? He's got no yeah. legs. Okay. He it, did the loop. Yeah, heard And that. Jimmy was there that day. And Tried he, it. He did the loop a couple of times where he almost rolled away. And then the third time, he did the Schaefer. Yeah, it's like you overpump it or something, right? I don't know. Dude, that guy, by the way, is... My favorite. He's the best vert skater out. He's insane. Well, Bucky Lassick's up there, too. But just... <laughs> but Jimmy Can is, we just talk about back D's for a second? Dude, and just frontside ollies. Rolling for Brolin. You'll be back, Jimmy. We love you. What about Phil Shaw? You see him do some rad shit on a board? Oh, my God. Okay, let's go with this. 95, I graduated high school and, like, went on my first skate tour. It was a two-month tour. The first month, they'd already, they'd already been touring for a month, and it was thinking adrenaline. Is this the Bob Reynolds tour? That was the next year. So this one, though, it was, it was Phil, Dan. Uh, Paul Zwanich was on the first half. So I, he, by the time I got to New York, he, he threw had, his bag out. Joel Price, Hansi, well, Greg Carroll at the helm, Nick Trichet. Oh, whoa. He got kicked. He, he, they, him and Greg got into it, and that was like, he got on, he like, He's like, fuck you, I'm going to go start Diamond, bitch. Watch this. <laughs> <Years> later. <laughs> And Dennis McGrath was there as the filmer. Not even the, we didn't even have a photographer. Damn. Leaving out some people. Just oh, uh, Matt Pales, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. But, dude, Phil and Dan, that was like. Was McKinney there? No. No, but I don't know why he wasn't, though. Hmm. I came on the second month, so I flew to New York. Gabe Morford happened to be on my flight, and we like saw each other. But when we landed, uh, red eye flight, so we got in like in the morning, and everyone was just fucking. New Yorked out like completely like went out the night before so we landed everyone was like still sleeping and he was like uh he was there not for that trip though he we, we were just going to the same house it was Peter oh. BC's place uh, like so whoa Peter BC uh and so he's like should we just go skate and we ended up going fucking skated some like that was when I was like fully skating rails and stuff so I like I grinded some rail in the neighborhood like skated this flat bar and then it became an ad and I, I would see Peter like Years later, he's like, damn, escaped my hood, dude. Like, sick. But um, that trip was when I realized, like, like Phil and Dan will forever be in my top skaters. They were just the fuck. Dude, Phil is like. He could like, skate everything. Oh, man. Watching those guys just, like, at a demo feed off each other and just, like. Was Wade there or no? No. I think oh, it was. Oh, weird. Uh, I don't know if Wade rode for Think It. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Phil and Dan would just. Going to Tampa the first time. My first pro contest, 96, Tampa. Those two, and then Cardiel too, and there was the it was a quarter pipe up to a bank wall, and like Phil did the sickest ollie up Smith. Smith. Uh, John did like a back fifty. Uh huh. You know, and then Dan like did ollie up boardside fakie, but like those dudes were just the best. Like they watching those guys skate. Yeah, it's hard to think of like the rad. I've witnessed a lot of things through like mm. through these eyeballs a lot. Well, I seen Danny witnessed. Way yeah. jump off the um, guitar at oh. the fucking uh, what's it called? Rock, yeah, uh, Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Cafe. I saw him. I was in Orlando <laughs> when he was leaving the hotel to get on that flight to go do that, and, we, and I remember like talking. We were like talking out from the hotel. That was. A I didn't know what he was really going to do, but 
he was going to do something in Vegas, and that's what it obviously was. Have you ever skated China Banks with Dan or Phil? Oh my God, I that, haven't. That's but the, I just I or mean, McKenny, all yeah, three yeah, of the, those, that's those the treat. Are the ones that introduced the that way of skating it. That's to the called top the show. San Francisco treat, right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Fuck. I mean, just like Dan's part. Oh yeah. And uh, damage, damage yeah. To and, dead and then I also love them. They were the original ones to skate to the adolescent song too. It was in that yellow America yellow video. Yeah. And they they have back to back parts. Yeah. To that to kids of the black hole. For sure. Yeah, it's just Phil and Dan back to back ripping. Damn it, I miss Phil a lot. Yeah, Phil. We do a lot of uh, what would Phil do when we go to like new spots and stuff, especially when Jake was around. Like we'd be at this place and we'd be like, what do you think Phil would do right now? Be like, fuck. I remember, okay, I guess I can talk about acid. Um, (laughs) On that same tour, Lee Sharon talked about acid a lot. So there's no way you could top it. Well, we, we were like, that tour was like, it was two months. So by the end, I was still like supercharged because I, I got way less of like, it was my first tour for one. So I was just like psyched on everything. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, towards the end, everyone was just like, fuck this. Right. Not another fucking shitty, like, because you weren't getting presented very rad shit to skate back then at a demo and not living off much. So, but for some reason, we ended up being in St. Louis for a week. Everywhere else, we were there for like a day or two, you know? Okay. And uh, that's right. I remember we were just like killing time. And then when we finally got the demo, it was like a week after. But I remember we saw kids in the theater. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. The night before the demo, a couple of us went out. We were definitely underage and shit. But we found like kind of like a ravey type situation. And we, some dude gave us some acid. And then on the last demo, we ended up eating it for the for like the start of our drive home but i just remember there was like the the demo was like some weird little indoor vert ramp and phil was just going to dude phil was so good at fucking everything yeah you could like you could do kickflip indies and shit like yeah all padless and just ripping oh yeah style for like miles and we and like basically once we saw that the demo wasn't for us and phil was gonna kill it we just like went outside. <laughs> we just we got this. Let's get on the road, you know. Like, I mean, that 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 journey home was pretty funny, man. But wow, everyone, everyone was pretty fucked up. We were like stopped at a a Shoney's, which is basically like a kind of like a Denny's, and uh, Hansi and like went to the window, and there was tons of praying mantises. <laughs> he just like started collecting them in his shirt, and then just we went into the the restaurant. We were like waiting for a table or whatever, and he just like set them free in the restaurant, right? <laughs> just like. We were all just fucking losing our mind, but wow! It, it was my first tour, and it was definitely like probably one of the best ones ever. You know. Well, the first ones are always such a like because you're so green and Big everything's impact, awesome, yeah. yeah. And you're with these guys you look up to, and then they become your friends, and it's just yeah. I don't fucking... even know. I, I think I could have done that story without even mentioning the one thing. It's just like it's just what it was. We it's like crazy. to mention acid on the show. Yeah. LSD. What's the new company? uh so my friend alex what's he, his last name Lew- lewandowski lewandowski yeah yeah so he uh i he think he got his start he started filming for like four on one first maybe and then like did like the mystery video like uh, he was, was like there. jim greco and then yeah and then he was over uh at baker boys for for some years and yeah. then um 
now he's uh doing this brand love sick love sick yeah I don't know. I don't even know if I'm trying to be sponsored anymore. <laughs> but Just, like, I'm I'm skating. I like said yes. I like at the time I was like I remember being very like I was on the fence of like whether I should even like have another board sponsor. In my uh, life, you know, like. Uh, but then getting to like see the, who the whole squad was back then, and like, and I just like I agreed to it, and it's been it's been fun, man. Like, it's a sick brand. Who's the crew? Uh, so it's Mark Gutterman, who I used to skate like for Legacy with. Damn, that's a whole nother fucking story. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Mumford's brand Legacy. Yeah. Shane Cross, dude. Oh, fuck another, another RIP. One. Fuck. But yeah, Gutterman uh, is on the squad. Uh, Logan Taylor, this kid Dakota, who's so sick. I'm so bad at paying attention yeah. to, to like <laughs> shit right now. And I, I hate to say it like that, but I just... Oh, I'm really. Uh, well, you know that Milton's a fucking top contender for Sodi. Oh man, that fucking car wash. I can't believe kick that kickflip. Flip. The kickflip heard around the world. I very much can believe that kickflip. Yeah, and and he was the right person. He's like the one. He knew. He knew he could do it. I called <laughs> up my friend Diego Buccieri, and he said "Valor," which means just Argentinian madness. Go for it. Fire. <laughs> Yeah. And Roberto Aleman said, Tio, tio, venga, venga, venga. <laughs> oh, I got one for you. Hold okay. On. We'll be right back after this message. <laughs> hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. And now for another First Impressions with Timothy Donald McKenney. First impression of the Santa Cruz killer, Justin Strubing, is when we were children, and I think it was my first time to Derby Park, and it was him and Israel killing that hip. I'm talking long tail slides, big ollies, and they're my age, they were my peers. And it was the first time outside of Mike York that I was humbled by guys my age. Killing it. And I can remember the day I know what he was riding. I don't know if it was him or Israel, but I think it was him. And he was riding a Danny Way uh, Paul Bunyan board. I mean, that's how vis vivid and visual it was watching two dudes my age kill a park for the first time. Israel shout out. Uh, Strubin shout out. And like I said, Mike York going to... Uh, I'm gonna give it to him too. Uh, going to Embarco and doing backside 180 all north where he kicked out his foot like Ron Allen. And I'm going, and he was wearing sweats like I was, and I was going, damn dude, this guy's like my fucking clone, bro. Shout out, guys. All love. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, Dennis McGrath gave me this book uh, years ago. Remember this guy? Whoa. Remember Alex? 
Castañeda. Oh, Castañeda, tío. Yeah, man. Uh, Mi amigo well, Ivón Mariño. Venga, venga, tío, tío. Dennis made this sick little wow. photo book and gave it to me for an anniversary present or Castaneda, a wedding present. Dude. And uh, this is it really sums up Barcelona 2002, man. That summer. Nilton. Yeah. Whoa, people dancing in the streets. But he, he he asked me, he's like, do you still have that book I gave you a long time ago? And he wants, to, he wants to document Stoback? it or photo it. Yeah. Damn, yeah, Skinny Bill, Bill. Yeah. How did Fat Bill... Yeah. I was, that was back when what? I was like, wait, why Why am I calling you Fat Bill? Whoa, this is uh, the homie. This guy right here, uh, Paul Shire. Yeah. I love you to death, but please, next time you go to San Francisco, don't leave your laptop in a parked car. Just don't do that. Oh, did it get stolen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And Chico was the, uh, the receiver of a broken window. Was it just plain sight or something? It was like they were skating a skate spot, and it was literally... In view across the street, somebody must have came and just psh, got it real. It was so, insane. Yeah, you don't leave shit in your car. Yeah, it's not. That's anywhere. But yeah, I mean, I, I live by that rule now. Like I was in uh, Ramona the other day, which is like population negative five. And I was locking my cars, rolling the window up. And they're like, you don't have to do that. I was like, yes, you do. No matter where just I am. Yeah, I mean, it only takes one. Yeah. Time. One shady guy to come by. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. Jesus oh, Christ. man. I don't know. I feel like I'm like not even finishing stories and probably like missing a lot of shit. But well, we're, we're rushing. We're skipping to, around. We're skipping around, but we're going we're gonna to rewind back now. Okay. Because Legacy was Matt Mumford. Yep. That was after Foundation. So I, I quit Foundation. Right. And I remember I was at a payphone, not payphone, but like a phone, like a. I was in Barcelona or I was in Spain. So they had like the little like places where you'd go use the phone. There's mm -hmm. like little like, it's not phone booth, but it's basically like a business that might not even exist anymore with the cell phones and stuff like they are, but your little cabinas of phones. Mm. And I remember quitting in one of those that was in Ibiza on the island of Spain or like off the coast of Barcelona. But hmm. And uh, a lot built up to that. And it had to do a little bit with what I said earlier about like not feeling like I you didn't in, know but like I, you know like I, I just kind of felt like an odd member of the team yeah um and fuck man I, I so much so much love and thanks to like beagle and swank you know it was rad yeah. they just had the 30 years of foundation party oh. i just was down there in san diego rad. we did like a little trivia portion yeah. and like got to hang out with everyone it was super oh. rad and like i don't know at the time i guess i just I wasn't feeling it right then, you know. Well, I that's guess how I, it yeah, goes. yeah. So I yeah, guess it's like you go with your and, gut. And so I, 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 didn't have another thing like lined up or anything. I just, I just quit. And then there were, there were like kind of like a surprising amount of like offers on the table. Um, you know, it was like right after the video came out. It was right after that's life. It was before the award and stuff, but it was like the video had dropped and stuff. Matt was one of the, one of the ones that threw threw it out there, and I was like, shit, maybe I don't know, like and dude but the squad it was like you know shane cross eventually like i think duff duffy and i were like talking to each other at the time like where he was like he's like i'm gonna do it because he he was getting the same offer mm -hmm. that i was and uh andrew allen sick squad of ams like it was like fuck I love shane andrew. gutterman uh andrew allen shane cross uh it? joe Pease. but that was short-lived though you you weren't on there it was through dwindle we were getting paid way more than we should have. Oh, a board brand. Nice. And I, I can kind of see why it didn't last long. You don't always say that. No, <laughs> I know. But like, I got called down for a meeting 
thinking it was like because you know they needed some like they need some art direction they needed to like figure out the company because the graphics were pretty bad and shit and uh -huh. so i got flown down for a meeting thinking like yeah go and meet bod boyle and we're gonna obviously fix the problem but there was like basically a meeting to just tell me that they pulled the plug and i was like it's kind of lame like you got a sick team yeah it's fucking you know like we can fix this but whatever it was what it was we're gonna cue the song hugh bod boyle right now i think that was less than a year that was on legacy okay and then um and they were cool like you know i wasn't like mad at, i was just like i was surprised it was like one of those ones where you're like damn i finally fucking i was pretty close to writing for enjoy at the time mm. um oh yeah it was Skating like three back and yeah and then i rode for pop war for a little bit i got on another fucking sinking ship and then eventually santa cruz yeah oh boy and that was uh but let's do impressions <laughs> what's your best impression Dude, I still can't even think of the raddest thing I've seen, man. Like, I, I was, come, like that one's still like in there, like brewing around in my head. There right was now. a like, Smith grind I did at Austin Mini Ramp one time. You one were there. One time, this guy Schmitty did this like <laughs> nose stall and kind of like grabbed rail and torqued it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we're in the streets of Austin. Yeah. I heard of this guy Lone Wolf or something. Wolf, something Wolf, uh, the rapper guy. Oh, Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf. Justin is good friends with Yellow Wolf's manager slash bro, Newport. So I'm ignorant, obviously. Yellow Wolf's pretty big deal. But we go meet this guy that, I like, whatever. He skate. Yeah, photo him doing, like, a tray flip off that. So uh, we go thing. meet this guy, and he's the that coolest night. dude ever, and Newport's always rad, and we're just having this great time drinking in Austin, South by Southwest. This dude's doing tray flips off this ledge and just – whoa this like guy he really knows yeah. how to skate and we're just like cool all of a sudden he's like hey it's time for my show so we just bomb through the city with this dude and people are like yeah like he's a people know who he is already and we come in the back door of this fucking big ass auditorium where wu-tang's playing <laughs> on stage and this guy's headlining over wu-tang as you could probably hear in my voice, that was a big moment for me. <laughs> that was like kind of like that was pretty trippy, like yeah. for like you know getting that like getting to sneak in the back door, it, go up through the, all the you know it went the, from the, little the, time the, like, to big time, zone, like, and then and just like, like he was out on stage like so quickly, yeah, and then, and then like just looking over on the crowd, I was like, damn, this place is. I don't think I'm sure it was over capacity. It was like fucking maxed out crowd. and then and then true or false later that night we were skinny dipping in a saltwater pool no man i don't go skinny that often i don't think we were yeah, skinny yeah, yeah. dipping either i'll go to boxers usually. it might have sounded good for the pod <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> but i still think probably my favorite austin time was the chili bowl trip uh, even though like i'm not even talking skate no, at all because like the bars we were just i think i spent more time in water than on land like it oh, was like yeah. just swimming pool to fucking went to that like uh, I guess like just the lake. just water. Just I'll just call them water holes. There was just yeah. like a lot of ways to get. It was oh, hot yeah. as fuck. Barton Springs. Way too hot to skate in the daytime for sure. Yeah. Hustle Jamie. Yeah, Barton Springs for days. Yeah. All I remember is Hustle Jamie on a bike <laughs> and the beginning of the world famous zine called Splasher. Yeah, Splasher, man. Splasher. No, Splasher if debut. you haven't heard, 
Total tell you about it. It's the best thing that never hit the internet. <laughs> yeah, basically what? Someone went to go get floaties for the pool and then saw these like, uh, what were they called? It was They're... like a kickboard basically, but it was like, it was like a, God damn it. It was something that you could act like you're it's skating. It's a foam a skateboard basically. Yeah. Without God wheels. damn it. Well, yeah, we'll it was good for jumping name. off a dime board and posing a method basically. So we filmed and photographed this whole trip on this fucking thing and then made a fake thrasher and justin we went to boulder creek <laughs> and filmed like a a fucking varial kickflip triple flip off a rock into the oh river my god yeah where is this footage yeah we're, we're gonna put it out on Did, the was internet there even ever a, a mock-up splasher yeah i have one I remember there was a pretty serious method off of that like roof next to that lake dude you know who was like partial mvp was uh halsey yeah halsey did some crazy shit off the roof into that lake yeah and then uh, that was that was a fun one. and then i remember we we went to santa cruz to the cliffs yeah and we, we were like, gonna and the ocean was so fucking wild we had a pipe moment. dream that we we're gonna jump off like nathan fletcher into the fucking steamers lane <laughs> well yeah but it was i've done that jump but the ocean was extra wild that day it was just a, like a lot of current yeah and it was just like yeah. man no. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing this. Right I just now. can't even imagine what the surfers <laughs> down there would be like, what in the fuck is this dude doing? I <laughs> know uh, that was kick ass. And then fucking that OG trip that we went on was insane where we met that fucking crazy girl at the bar and then we she's like, Come back to our uh campsite and we're like, Okay, cool. And we go back to the campsite. And she has like a dead son or a photo with like candles around it on a table do you remember that where was this in oregon oj trip oh okay you, you jumped i was like wait i thought no, you were no, still in splashers no no okay, whole okay. Yeah, yeah. trip but like we get back and it's kind of dusk like it's yeah. almost dark and we just come up on her campsite and I she didn't ever even see that and she I missed that we, we were all like whoa it almost seemed like wait what the fuck like somebody died and there was like a vigil around the photo and then everyone was kind of spooked out but then we were just like fuck it it's fine and then we just all partied through it and you had the pleasure of doing the fucking uh uh not bill and ted but what was it called <laughs> it was ted uh, and Laban and Ted. Laban and Ted, yeah. Uh, uh, they did. Barn the, we're talking some Barn Dog, Dog and Damien. Damien with Toad. Epic Adventures of Barn oh, Dog. Me and, and Toad were talking about that 80s party that he had it shot yeah. well and yeah. everyone dressed up. Oh, oh my man. God. That was. Holy shit. Like, you it's can't so do funny. that nowadays with Instagram. People will think it's real or it'll get out before the video comes out. <laughs> oh, man. I love a good dress up and a theme. Yeah. Uh, I'm so bummed. Well, I'm leaving for New York on, in a couple of days and. Uh, I'm missing a really fun theme party, and it's a this our friend Erica that she's had a few good ones over the years. It's always like a little bit before Halloween, and it's uh, the theme is dressed like an SNL character. No way. Yeah, I don't know how we went there, but the whole it kind of. I'm yeah. trying to think who I would Barn go Dog to. I kind of think instantly what comes to mind is Pat. If I'm an SNL character, I'm going oh, Pat. That's the flyer. That's his. Oh, okay. oh no, no. Pat's the one that Pat's yeah, like, they, you they, don't they, know yeah, if it's yeah, a boy yeah, or yeah. girl. Like, he's like, but no, um, the reason I wanted to bring up the uh, impressions, what do, what would you say your best impression is? Oh, are you trying to go Ed Dominic levels right now? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, Struby. Come on. <laughs> oh, you I got it. I know. 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 I
You're going Safa angles. Oh, Safa, dude. I got to hang out with Safa recently. It was rad. So sick. I, I texted Not, him, but I didn't get a response. Okay, I take that back. I got to hang out with him a little while back, and then I got to see him for a second and meet his kids for the first time. And I have like he has such two a, kids? Yeah, two kids. Uh, Karin, his, his wife, like they had a uh, French daycare going on for years out of their house and now they have like a full-on like little school like Sapa's always been really good at having like 50 hats like i'm an editor dj Safa is, skateboarder Safa's <laughs> an entrepreneur of entrepreneuring i love Safa. i miss Safa. i basically my first video editing experience was raw Skate destroy oh raw and that was with Safa and paul's watch in my in my house Safa was finishing the toy machine video at the time that welcome, welcome to, hell. to hell that yeah. became one of the biggest you know that was jamie thomas and muska and then muska quit yeah and it was this huge stressful thing and then he's dealing with that pro ass video and at the same time Editing you want to talk about two dipshits you got me and Zawanich <laughs> fucking not knowing what we're doing but having so much confidence hey what's up b-man yeah Kind of a dipshit when you drink, huh? <laughs> so that's the other impression. Yeah, Ed no, Dominic, that's, that's Ed, The dude. skipper we just saw. Oh, man. I, I was like, skipper, true or false, <laughs> you shot your brother in the dick with a BB gun. Ah, fuck. I have to say true. <laughs> oh, Ed, but, uh, man. I just, I just got to hang with Ed, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally cut you off. Is Sapa editing the video and doing Welcome to Hell? Yeah, yeah so yeah. long story sh long, I guess, is... Uh, Sattva was very instrumental in teaching me a lot about like what I learned from Sattva that I know for sure I learned from Sattva is transitioning one video shot to another. He was really um, aware of filming a line and then ending it, rolling the camera into the cement yeah. and then starting another line so rolling from up. the cement yeah, yeah, up so, into yeah, yeah. it and then dissolving those two and making and to me, that was just like not anything that I was thinking about. Right. And he started telling me about filming different angles and, and how to lead in and lead out of shots. And I was like blown away by his knowledge. And so big love to Sattva always. Yeah, man. Actually, DJ Sattva uh, he, Leon. Clint and I were just talking about this yesterday because he did like a how-to and a transfer video. And I was like, oh, wait, I did a how-to front tail slide and a old Thrasher video. Right. Skateboarding 101. Yeah, and Sapa filmed it all. Yeah. And damn, I don't even know, like, I don't think I have a copy. I don't know how I'd ever even see that again. I remember I was on my old roof of the Adrenaline House. I think I have a VHS copy of it. Yeah, that's something that's like not, would not be in stock anymore. No, no we yeah. don't even have DVDs anymore. Somebody yeah. wanted that box set and I was like, dude, good luck. So actually, uh, Jason Jesse came in and he saw the Thrasher book for the first time. He didn't even know the about new it. One? No, it's the old one, and he's he's in it, obviously. And he's like, "Dude, I never got one. Can I get one?" I was like, "Dude, oh, we, they don't have that." Anymore. I got like I'm like in that thing a few times. I got yeah. like a Jaya photo, like that above shot, yeah, of street gap, um, and like different things. But like, I just when I was in Mexico, saw like they had a, a you guys made a book of like all the covers. Oh yeah. And I never even seen that. And I was like, I got a two page spread in there. You know, it's just the thing that was in the magazine, just in a larger yeah, form. But right. I was just like, whoa, Emilio, yeah. like, I was like, what? I didn't even know this. And like, took a photo of it, whatever. Oh, hell yeah. Is that book still around? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> the only thing that's still around is the printed magazine. It is yeah, still being printed, yeah, yeah, which is unbelievable. Hopefully, you're going to get that Felper issue. 
Oh, yeah, we'll send it. I don't know. You've been... Justin Strubing, to me, is always the guy that's just, like, super happy and brings positivity into you right when you see him. Most of the time, he's the guy that you want to include in whatever you're doing. The party situation. We've gone to Austin two or three times, maybe. Uh, we're talking we, South by yeah. yeah South by Southwest. We yeah. roomed together. There's a couple and of those, yeah. Done the mini ramp, drink all night, and <laughs> kind of like wake up shady the next morning and start drinking again to make it through and end up at the, what's the bar? The Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. <laughs> yeah. Man. Hanging out with Elias at all yeah. the. Oh man, love Austin. I'm trying to think. Is there anything we should touch on? I don't really. I don't really know, man. You're you're, yeah. you're hey. You're the one that asks the questions. I just answer. Well, how about this? What do you miss about New York? <laughs> I'm going there on Wednesday, man. I don't have to miss anything. Okay, if anything, it's like there's a lot of rad people out there. Where's so the I, first I miss... place you're going to go eat? <laughs> I'm being put up in a hotel, which is not normal, and it's next door to the old Max Fish. Oh. So I'm going to be like right in the zone. Um, I don't think about food when I go there, really. No? No, but I will be really close to Little Frankie's, so maybe I'll go to Little Frankie's. I was going to ask yeah, you, yeah. are you like farmer? You have to be there at least once on your trip? I didn't go last trip, but I planned on going last trip. I just didn't make it over there. It's kind of like, uh, it's a whirlwind. I get there, and it's just fucking hectic. I oh, love it. I, I mean, it's just, it's just so much fun, and that's why I had to get the fuck out of there is because I don't know how to turn that fun button off. So when you're living there yeah. and your job is just skating for a living, I was not good at like writing my own hours. Like, yeah. I, I was like, just no, it just never ends. Like, that was the main reason for like leaving and taking where I live now. Can Wybus count on seeing you at Clem's at least one night? I will see. I will see him. <laughs> They're even doing something the night before I leave, like a film festival or something at Clem's. Oh, sick! Yeah. Um, who's the fucking? coolest dude that you've seen or partied with out there like <laughs> david speed maybe or uh i think you had a sighting with are. one of those snl guys oh uh, okay so yeah dude i'll go with will forte will because forte, yeah dude mcgruber um exactly. he, grew, he grew up in walnut creek and his friends with our friend greg um like they grew up together whoa so when he was when uh greg was in town they were going to, uh to actual the show i didn't get to go to the show but we went to the after party huh. and the after after party <laughs> but like at the after party it was like everyone's like timberlake and fucking sandberg and, and like whoa. lauren michaels everyone's like right near you you're like whoa holy shit this is everyone and you were there because it, of it, will be, Forte's yeah. friend and it was right when i broke my collarbone so i remember i was there with a fucking arm sling and if you don't know this justin's a huge mcgruber fan well, we were for, it was <laughs> we were fucking, we were laughing about it a lot that year, so yeah. it was like it was fresh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll still I'll, I'll claim it. It's yeah, hard to find too. all. It's hard to find them, man. Like can't really watch them anymore. Yeah, but uh, he was cool as fuck. A, you know that matters. Like if he was a dick, I wouldn't be talking about him at all. He That's, was like super cool. Uh -huh. Like the next the after after was at a bowling alley and they had a pool table and I remember that was the first time I like got really into one arm pool while I, I while I was hurt. Uh-huh. So I, I got like surgery and shit so I was like out my my arm was out for a bit. But that was the first game I remember I playing there and uh and I remember him like being like I have a like I'll show you I'll send you a photo later of, okay. of us hanging out that night. He, Sick. <laughs> he, but he was a cool he, dude. Dude, super cool. A lot of times I don't even remember uh like encounters like that. Like uh you know, like when you present that question, my brain goes extra blank because I don't have them like 
in my mind to think about like right oh yeah i did hang out with that one person well That's you've right. been you blessed know, like, with a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> you know raddest thing i ever saw on a skateboard fucking still can't think of it like it's just there's so well many, how about this yeah. true or false you your surgery was induced by a lego <laughs> true are we just going true false and that's like one one word answers yeah <laughs> you were riding down a street and you hit a lego what what was it might have been wearing a uh, sailor suit. <laughs> oh, it was like a, a costume thing? Uh, the day before, I was on, it was a surprise 30th birthday for my, my old roommate. And it was a boat theme. It was a, we were on a, going on a boat around, you know, the Hudson, like just out, like near Statue of Liberty and everything, just like sailing around for a few hours, like booze cruise style. Yeah. And uh, there was a boat theme, so I dressed like Gilligan. And I never made it home that night. So the next morning I woke up and I had like, I was like a half-ass Gilligan, but I had like white pants on, like a, a white shirt under a red shirt, like skipper hat kind of thing. And I took the the red shirt off and I just went, I was wearing all white with a skipper hat. Went to my friend's barbecue and then Josh Dowd and I went to like go get tequila for the for the party. And yeah, that's when it happened. Wow. Oh yeah. And then you Another got one, a tattoo Tino, of Tino, the night before at Enid's had devoed my fucking board from me so i woke up and i had to like track down my board which was at his house and he was living with our friend minute what's devoed like you know like friday the movie like kind of just like that's my bike fuck he just like took it from okay. me it, and i was i, I just let it that. happen i remember it just walking away from me i was like he just fucking stole my skateboard <laughs> from my hand like and just skated home like wow but shout out tino shout out <laughs> and to get it back the next day he pulled this one. He's like, oh, you want your board back? You got to bring me a breakfast burrito. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I had to like Smart go, guy. Go. Yeah, dude. He fucking really worked the situation. Yeah. But, and then like that was the last photo before Broken Collarbone, like an hour later. Um, and then you got the so tattoo. Eventually got the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. A Lego on the surgery scar. I still got that metal in here. How about I got a co-star named Tim McKenney and he does first impressions what was your first impression of Tim McKenney? I remember he was wearing like the Gons helmet, like the earpiece one. Oh, at where Santa San Jose skate park or something? It was just like when there was some skate event going on, you'd everyone would go. Like if it was a Bill's Wheels demo or a de you know, like you'd go to like pretty random cities or towns if there was like some kind of event. I yeah. think it was just at one of those. I remember like he always just had like good energy and like. I probably met him three times before I know I met him. You know what I mean? Where it's just like he was another one skating at the, okay, the spot, yeah. you know? Like, fuck yeah. Caswell Berry ponytail. That's ponytail for days. Yeah. What's the best photo you ever shot? What's your favorite one? Oh, that I personally shot? Oh, what's the best photo you've shot? I didn't know you were such a photographer. You know which one is probably the most, uh, I'd say, like it got a lot of fame. Like, uh, was this photo I took of Daniel, my roommate, and it's. I'll show you. One sec. We're going to be right back after these messages from our good sponsors. What do you get when you walk into Blue Plate? Do you get a deviled egg? Or do you get a dollar Oli? Don't forget to shop Skateworks. Skateworks. Jason Strubing, Bill Strubing. Paula Strubing. You want one side of Santa Cruz Mountains? We got you. And we're on Instagram at Skateworks smartphones oh and we're back 
This is Daniel Shimizu backsmith on a ledge, and somehow there's wings painted on the uh, wall behind him, and they fit perfectly onto his body. And then there's birds flying. Yeah, is it's a, like a, I how think many it's a famous law. How many tries? How oh many my rolls? God, I wish. There's this other one where his form is even better, but it's like slightly yeah, off on a, the wings. But um, the funny thing is, I don't have like Tinder or any of that shit, but I think it's a pretty famous wall where like people like do their Tinder photos. Oh, Tinder skate spots? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a definite Tinder skate spot. Rad. Um, but uh, it's just like on the side of like a Mexican restaurant. There's like several around We're going to grab a photo so you can go to talkingschmidt.com to see some photos while you're listening <laughs> to this epic interview. Um, wow. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's in a frame because it was uh, in a little photo show. All right, you go to San Francisco. First place you got to go. Pancho Villa. Pancho Villa, what do you order? Uh, I still, I mean, I'm always, I've been majority vegetarian for the most of my life, so I like, I'm always veggie burrito guy. So burrito. Yeah. Oh, I'm a oh fuck a taco. Okay. I that's it's fucked up that I can't get a decent burrito. I can't get a burrito that I love in LA. Anywhere. So it's tacos in LA, burritos in SF. Yeah, but it's just you know, it, it really and, comes down to it. It's just no one has a taqueria format in LA. Really? So you order at a window and it's a mystery back there. You so you know like the closest thing, sadly to like the format of SF is like Chipotle, you know? Cause you still uh, like, you go down the lineup, you're like these right. beans, this rice, yeah, da, da, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, da. you can't get that here. Huh. It's so annoying. And you can't get it in New York for sure. Yeah, I'd be, I would be like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like easier to find there now. Like, cause I haven't lived oh. there in like eight years, but like. But Mexico is so close. Yeah, but they don't eat burritos in Mexico either. Uh, but it's funny because in San Diego, there's good burritos. Yeah. Absolutely. SF, I love the burritos. Right. When I drive north, I usually take a route that I stop in Paso Robles. Like it's where I cut over on the freeway, the 46 to the 101 over there. Is there's this place called Tortilla Town, and it's my go-to on the way home. And it's like, damn, that's not even that's like halfway, and I still love a burrito. <laughs> but I, I wish I wish there was like a fucking burrito I loved here. There's not. Which bar have you clocked most hours in? Well kind of sad stories a lot of them are closing when i first moved here there used to be the spot el chavo which was so close like a hill bomb a mild hill bomb to back road to like you're in the back parking lot and have a pool table no pool tables mm, there's a couple there's not a lot of pool tables that i are like right a lot it was a mexican restaurant bar and uh they just it's like probably clocked a lot of the first couple of years there because they you know you roll in yeah got to know the bartenders which were cool chips and salsa like fucking put out instantly oh, nice. and like a really good happy hour like okay. a happy hour that went till nine so so more than the kilowatt more than delirium 500 no, the phone booth. no hey come on <laughs> i barely drink anymore man <laughs> no i more I, than max I, fish so there's my neighborhood is like well, that spot closed a few years ago. There's a spot, Ye Rustic, up the street that um, has slowly been getting shittier and shittier, so I like almost completely don't go there anymore. Mm-hmm. This place, the drawing room, which is legendary, right up the street. Mm. You, know, you ever rub shoulders I, I, with uh, Tiba, the cha-cha? Oh, yeah, just recently. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe. I hadn't been to cha-cha in a long time, and 
you know, the Jeffersons were DJing like maybe a week ago. Yeah. It was a fun they, one. They Fucking heated, heated uh, foosball game against Nuge. I see Nuge in <laughs> yeah. there for sure. Yeah. Damn it. True or false? There's some red wine consumption going down right now. Absolutely. I haven't drank wine in four years, but I do like menage a trois <laughs> because uh, the label, you know, are we talking, what are we talking, Cabernet? We got some Merlot. What is that one? It just says red wine. Yeah, it, it literally just says California red wine. What's your go-to these days if you're going to get a drink? If I'm really going to bite that fucking 10 to 15 dollar bullet which is a normal cocktail nowadays kind of all over the board i like i do still like a fucking margarita but um you can only do so many of those i get a little get a little heart burning yeah if they like put too much of the sour shit yeah oh i've been liking negronis oh you know what that is no negroni is like a it's like a negro medella <laughs> no it's more <laughs> like you ever had campari oh yeah it's like got more Ooh. of that like bitterness it's a combination of goodness. Damn, okay. It, yeah. Campari's pretty harsh for me. But I did like Jaeger, Fernet. Those were kind of Oh, yeah, bitter. yeah. Fernet. Fernet's too. Do you fuck with those, what are they called? White Claws? Hard seltzers. Is that what they are? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know a little too much about those things. Oh, yeah? They're tasty. I don't like that that brand that much. There's better ones. but uh. Well, you were definitely uh, an influence on my Sparks days. Oh, Sparks. And then went Four Logos We took for some a bit. Sparks and Four Logos down for sure. When I was a bartender for a flash in the pan there in New York, that was definitely in the like Sparks to Four Loco to and pretty soon that was gone. And then, uh, you know, those five hour energies, uh, those yeah. little shitty things. Well, that's how we started doing We started um, making a thing Jager bombs. Five Loco. And it's just like, pick your poison and we'll just pour five five-hour energy <laughs> fuck because yeah, they all five loco the, the i'm claiming the the <clears throat> sparks to four loco for us became jaeger bombs those were the young days i, I think that you're supposed to drink like one or two of those if you do you don't just keep it's like one of how the, many bloody marys you're gonna drink bloody marys all night like yeah. you get that one yeah <laughs> and then you well, might get the second one it you're depends not get like it, it depends 17 bloody marys it depends what time your first one was if it was at 7 a.m <laughs> yeah you might be drinking them all night <laughs> damn you know what i was just thinking of, uh i say this sometimes but it's all right, airplane bloody mary just your shitty ass average bloody mary is like i like that one way more than like one that's all dolled up that was my go-to drink it's on the so, plane. It's so good on a plane, man. Oh, man. I don't know what it is. Like It's like Mr. and Mrs. T, Bloody Mary Mix or whatever. And then fucking, I got a story. Okay. Related to Bloody Marys and flights. And Tim Broch told me this story. Fuck yes. He uh, he got a Bloody Mary, brand new Bloody Mary. But like, you know, you just start falling asleep on a flight. And he did the like, wake up, like jump, wake up. And like knocked his knee and boosted a Bloody Mary onto the <laughs> the person sitting next to him, <laughs> just like, and just and it's like a Bloody Mary, so it's like no, you way. know, like I just remember him telling me that story, just like, what do you say? You're like, the person even that got covered in it, it's like he knows it was very unintentional, yeah, and like, but how much longer is the flight? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, let's take it to uh, your favorite karaoke song for the song out of here. Tell you ones I'll do. Piano Man. That was the first one I ever did. You know what? You know what song is one of my, one of my favorite songs, and it's one I did last night. 
No way, you did karaoke last. Yes. I, I went bowling last night. I fucking I kind of made the rounds last night. That's I'm what you do. Pretty, dude, my first day off in a while, so I was just like, right. What I didn't do was like skate skate, which I wish I would have done. But Tom Petty, you're so bad. Another rest in peace. Shout out to everyone that knows who they are because you're the ones that we don't need to plug. Shout out. And uh, the pleasure is always mine. I love fucking connecting dog. No, it's been great, man. And uh, this needs to happen more often. Mm-hmm. You know, Mikeless. Yeah. We could have <laughs> FaceTimed a friend and got Toad involved, but. Uh, oh, man. We do. A lot of love to Toad. Miss that dude a lot. Shout out. Big love to everybody. I'll talk to y'all next week. Here's a. Uh, a guy I never got to meet, but definitely Tom Petty is a legend. Peace. One, Later. Two, three, My sister got lucky, married a yuppie, took him for all he was worth. Now she's a swinger, dating a singer. I can't decide which is worse But not me, baby I've got you to save me Oh, you're so bad Best thing I ever had In a world gone mad You're so bad My sister's ex-husband can't get no loving Walks around all faced and hurt Now he's got nothing head in the oven I can't decide which is worse But not me, baby I've got you
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talkin' Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow up them charts. All the episodes will always remain free to my listeners, but if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so at our website, TalkinSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like stickers, beanies, t-shirts, or hats. The website has an entire archive of all the episodes with extra photos and video. You can also email me with any concerns, questions, suggestions, comments, etc. at TalkinSchmidt.com at gmail.com. That's Schmidt T-A-L-K-I-N-S-C-H-M-I-T at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by me, Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature, and a special shout-out goes to my executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout-out. Until next week, this is Talkin' Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper. Talkin' Schmidt, Talkin' Schmidt, Talkin' Schmidt.